This episode of The A-Team is brought to you by FaceToFaceGames.com, Canada's number one source for Magic the Gathering card singles. <laughs> Look at the sound when he takes his arm off. It's plorp. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't argue it. Have you ever taken your arm off to find out what it sounds like? Yeah, I mean, you, don't you, know don't know what, you don't know what it's plorp. That's true. <laughs> Welcome to the A-Team Podcast, brought to you by ManorDeprived.com and 60Cards.com. Check us out. In 2010, a crack magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mise they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to The A-Team. KYT. I don't know about you guys, or I'm just mind-tricking myself constantly. <laughs> Jay Boosh. They're of a different culture, KYT. They prefer their magic untainted by the internet. Scotty. Then you just pull the fucking Mind Slaver and you just dome them with their own dude. That's entertainment. And Medina. I'm on camera and I'm like, oh man, don't blink. Act like you meant to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and now, the A-Team. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 94 of the A-Team podcast. This is KYT once again with Jonathan, Scott, and Jay. How's it going, everyone? Hi, Bob. Bob? <laughs> going good. It's pretty sweet, dude. Pretty sweet. So, uh, where are you that you're coming in so fucking terribly? Oh, I'm in the Red Roof Inn, close to the uh, convention center for GP, uh, for GP Columbus. Alex is next to me doing, like, the jerking off motion Eagles. that's distracting me. <laughs> <laughs> Our Canadian champion, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Air masturbating. Air masturbating. Like, stay classy. I guess when you win, like, $40,000, you do whatever you want. He's also, also, like, half naked, so... Just half naked jerk off on your Asian friends? That's not racist. Doesn't he, like, sleep with vitamin water covering him all the time? Naked. Yeah, no, he I just pours it, it into a, like a saran wrap suit, <laughs> and then he fucking he just puts it on. Uh, my bonus. So if he gets thirsty in the night, he can just have some vitamin water. You know, what? you shouldn't talk shit about Alex like that. I don't know if this rumor is true, but uh, I can say whatever I want about Alex. Otherwise, yeah, if he's what he talks shit, you just beat the shit out of him. That's right. Just hit him till he stops moving, bro. That's right. Oh, that's... But by the way, audience, I I I think I'm getting a bad rap here. I I'm not a bad guy, you know. Liar. Whoa. Liar. Did you hear that voice? It sounds like tangent. That does sound like tangent. What's up, guys? Sounds like a like an older, more awesomer Smitty. <laughs> How's it going, tangent? <laughs> Very good, man. How's it going? It's great it's to awesome. see you. Yeah, it's uh, great to hear you. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that you're staying in such a high-class hotel. I mean, that's what I'm glad. The, yeah. red, the red roof in. <laughs> Sounds like an abortion clinic. I was like, I was like, hey, KYT, where are you staying? And he's like, oh, the red roof in. So I looked it up on the internet. I'm like, dude, I am not staying in that dump. <laughs> in a fucking dumpster. 
It was like, get your room now for $39 a night. <laughs> don't forget to lock your car. And don't mind is the, like, no, no. I can't rip off kids for 39 bucks a night. There's no point even to that. <laughs> the restaurant is vending machine. Yeah, I know that yeah. one. <laughs> yep. They probably have sweet arcades in the laundry, though. <laughs> you want to hear a funny... Uh, last time nope. I was at a hotel... No, I don't care. Shut up, Jay. Last time I was at a hotel, I... Um, That's awesome. semen. I threw some... Uh, I threw 75 cents in the vending machine, right? And I got three drinks out of it instead of one. <laughs> so this started the myth that I can trade a vending machine... I can trade a vending machine 75 cents and get three drinks. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Is that how Pack to Power started? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Little known fact, A-Team exclusive. <laughs> I, I I told my friend, I'm like, dude, this vending machine's broken, man. You just put 75 cents in there and just start spitting drinks out at you. He's like, really? So he went, he goes all the way downstairs, he gets the 75 cents, he goes up there, puts 75 cents in it, and it just spits out one drink. And he's like waiting, like, how long does it take? I'm like, dude. <laughs> It just spit them all out for me. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't take this long. And he's like, "Damn it!" He's like, "I didn't even want a drink. <laughs> I just wanted the value. I'm addicted to value. I just wanted the value, but it only does it for me, dude. I, only I can trade a vending machine seventy five cents for three drinks. That's awesome. It's a Mexican thing, you know. That's, come on. <laughs> I just shook that vending machine and it gave it up. So uh, obviously, GP Columbus is happening this weekend. Like, or mm-hmm. when you guys all get to listen to it. It happened this weekend. So I know that uh, KYT and John, you guys are both playing in it. It's modern format. We talked about it a little bit last week. Modern? Um, yeah. So what are you guys playing tomorrow? Booze Cube. Uh, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, tomorrow we're going to play Booze Cube. And I'm just going to watch the Dark Knight Rises on Saturday and Sunday and then fly home. So that's that's my No. <laughs> Wait, I thought we were watching Dark Knight Rises tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, 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 we are. So I'm planning to play, like, John actually tweeted this um, today where he was talking about how there's not that much content, strategic content out there concerning modern. Uh, and I was looking for articles to read. Like, the only thing that was out there was, like, Ari Lax's overview and, like John said, Jerry Thompson's uh, reanimator. But there's really nothing out there for anything else. So that's why I'm electing to probably play Green Red Tron something that I had success with last modern season, or uh, a blue-white fairies deck that Cody Crosman is sending to me, like the physical deck. He's actually going to send his 75 to me. So I'm going to play either one in a trial tomorrow and maybe and see how it goes and pick one of them. But I think the format is so wide open that you should just play a good deck, play it well, and you should be able to day two. I mean, I day two a legacy GP. And I'm terrible. The worst. Yeah, the worst. The absolute low nut. <laughs> Out of the two, he's the bottom one. <laughs> so where's our second nut sitting then? John, what are you running tomorrow? Um, I'm going to run the... John's the medium nut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So anyways, I'm going to run the uh, Niapod. The, uh, it's basically uh, Kiki-Jiki and Restoration Angel combo. Nice. So, like, back in the day, there was Maliropod that you had to, like, assemble, like, Voltron, where you had, like, five different creatures, and you're like, finally got there. Oh, sick, I'm getting a bunch of life. This one is sick because it's basically, like, the Deceiver XR combo, but it's with it's with Restoration Angel and Kiki-Jiki. And Restoration Angel all by itself is a pretty sick card, so 
you know, I, I watched some, uh, there's actually a couple of more uh, modern articles than what KYT mentioned, but there's really nothing. Like, I mean. Does, does your deck play zealous conscripts? It can. Like, I have a little box of stuff that is, like, kind of. <laughs> it can. <laughs> okay. I have a little box, like, I have, like, 12 cards with me that, like, can see play in the main deck or the sideboard. And those cards are, so I got Sewing Salt, Ancient Grudge, Fork Bolt, Zealous Conscripts, um, Horizon Canopy, Sulfur Elemental, Even Mind Sensor, Thalia, and Ether Sworn Canonist. And, like, right now the big question is if I'm running Thalia or Canonist main, because, like, they usually run, like, one of those. And I think Canonist might be better because you can wait until they cast a spell on their turn and then after they cast a spell, you can court a calling for the combo. Yeah, okay, so, but if you're playing sort of a Birthing Pod style deck, like, doesn't that deck have way more, uh, like, creatures in it than non-creatures? Yeah. So, wouldn't it make sense for you to, you know, play, ju- play Thalia's main so that you're not impeding as much of your own, you know, play as you would be if you were running a Canonist? Like, what happens if. You know, you want to run a you got canonist out. You want to run, you know, angel and, you know, whatever. Like you can't run two yourself. Like you just not enough artifacts. Totally valid point. Like if you're trying to fight against counter magic, you know, or you know, a post board, or you're trying to uh, fight against removal, or you know, something like that. Like I can see the play for the canonist. Like I get it. It's it's a great solid idea for a card in the seventy five. I just think Thalia's better main deck. It could be. It could be like it's, it's stuff. I'm still deciding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, but I like the play where you can wait till they can wait till they do something. You have canonist, and then you can quarter calling. Mm-hmm. Cool. We're gonna take a look at that deck tomorrow, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so so I have that, and then I, I have built Tron, uh, Green Red Tron. I'm building right now. Uh, I built Jun for my buddy. He's gonna be playing that. And I just built a Splinter Twin for my other buddy, Jake. So, like, I want to jam some games with all these different decks and see what... But I think the Niapod is going to be decent. Like, you know, I might build Storm just to play around with it. But I don't know, man. I think I should just jam games with this Niapod deck. It's interesting because it's clearly, like, the best deck going into this tournament, you know, mm-hmm. because of because of how well it showed at the most recent GP, or the most recent modern GP, anyway. So I almost wonder if there's going to be a fair amount of hate sitting around for it. Like, I mean, for example, like my Junlis, like I was 100% on Torpor Orb just to beat Splinter Twin, but like now I can fuck that deck entirely with Torpor Orb. Like it's so good, right? So I expect there's probably going to be more hate. You're likely going to be like 50-50 between, you know, Storm hate and, you know, Kiki-Jiki slash something combo hate, you know? And then whatever else is out there, right? Like, you're basically, the three pillars for hate, in my opinion, are, like, hate out Affinity, hate out with Torpor Orb, right? And then hate out with, hate out Storm. Like, those are sort of the ones you want to look out for, right? I'm actually not prepared at all. Like, I haven't, the only preparation I've done is watch the Sam Black video, which I haven't got all the way through. I'm going to do that tomorrow. And then uh, I watched, um, I watched Pat Cox play Jund and just get annihilated. Yeah. And that just scared me even more. He was like, okay, this is me playing Jund. And then he was playing against Tron. And so Tron does like turn three Tron and then put, plays a turn three worm coil engine. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, I'm kind of scared. <laughs> yeah. No, Jund, uh, I hate to say this, but like Jund is a really bad choice right now. 
Okay, yeah. so maybe. So you could be right. The thing is, is I haven't prepared at all. So I just seen this deck. I've been playing Pod for FNM Hero. Mm-hmm. So I decided, like, well, maybe those skills will kind of carry over. But I think maybe I'm just, like, going to accidentally quarter calling at the wrong time or, like, Pod for the wrong I just figure that it's going to be a, a complete disaster. You know what you it's should okay. do? You should totally just play Mono Red. I'm not going to do that. I don't like Mono Red. I, I, not that it's not a good deck. It's just that I just don't like playing it. It's not fun for me. It just takes all the decision-making out of Magic. That's not fun for me. I'd rather just decide and screw up than and to... make bad decisions. Yeah. That's okay, then. then Sean, we're going to have a Pro Tour champion mentor you tomorrow. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really am, I really am counting on Alex Doesn't to bring Doesn't he have your number, too, because he just beats you every time you guys play? Uh, he beats a lot of people every time they play. He's the Pro so Tour including, champion, Including dumbass. you? Including you? <laughs> <laughs> that includes you. Right? This is the stupidest question I ever heard. Can the Pro Tour champion beat you, Medina? Hmm, I didn't think say can that. he. Yes. I didn't say can he. As it doesn't he beat you every time you play? Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, I'm gonna beat you till you stop moving. I'm gonna hold on, you guys. I just, I just want to be clear on this. So, every oh my god, time I forgot Alex you were here. John plays. <laughs> Alex beats John. Yeah, so, soundly. Oh. Soundly oh. in an amusing round. Just wanted to verify. Yeah. yeah. Point. This, are you surprised, listeners? Is this new information for you? If it is, then you're brain dead. Oh, you guys be insulting our listeners. You're not even part of the team. You're fucking amp- I, I am part of the team. Well, you know what? I gotta tell you, Jay. Like, he's officially on the logo now. He is officially part of the they team. They drew me on Whatever, the picture. Whatever, like, 50, yeah. 43 episodes after Smitty left, he was on the logo. Yeah, I, knew, I mean, what's up with that? I, I had a little bit of a complex about that. It was in his contract. We had. To I wasn't it. giving it my all because of that. Now I'm. Now I'm here, man. Well, you got the full blown salsa Medina. <laughs> you're using. You're not even using your own memes to describe yourself. This is Listen, you're gonna need to shut up, Jay. You're a horrible human being. You're gonna need to suck it. Okay. I thought you. Were, this was the. This is the episode where you're supposed to like repent and like. Not oh yeah. Any, you're saying you're yeah. getting a bad rap. It's because you're a fucking asshole. From the hood. You're hey, douche, man. You're Listen, guys, I don't beat people up for fun. I haven't even been in a fight for like at least you, you, two you years. You fit all the stereotypes of Mexican know. ganglords. We only you by your last name. You <laughs> never have a shirt on. You you rip off. <laughs> I never have a shirt on. Like I'm gonna show up at the GP time. with a with a wife beater on. A mesh wife beater. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's the only ones they make, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways yeah so uh i don't know what i'm doing in this modern format alex really? is gonna have to help me fucking get some cholos to help you out <laughs> i wonder if i should just go and rep mana deprive yeah yeah just every time you lose stickers. come on yeah, really. Every time you lose, dude, just just beat the hell out of someone until they can't move, and then you will win from then on, dude. Trust me. Uh, that's right. I'm I'm an MTGO hero now. <laughs> hey, do you have a T-shirt for me, KYT? What size? Oh, what? he doesn't have a T-shirt it's for a me. large loser, man. <laughs> so no, uh, we, we actually like. I wanted to bring some T-shirts here because, um, but. I went. I went to fast the fast store, and they didn't have any larges or extra larges left. And uh, so I only have two mediums and a double XL with me. <laughs> okay, this is hilarious because you understand the normal size of Magic players, right? 
<laughs> yeah, like I don't even know why they make small t-shirts. Like I, I'm just telling you that medium is not the normal like, size. Muscle into one and squeeze into one and like burst the sides. Well, that's why we're out of extra larges, like completely out. P Sam's bottom all. <laughs> you could be waiting a long time, Medina, considering the fact that I asked for KYT for one before GP Portland, and I'm still waiting. Yeah, me so. too. Me too. <laughs> He's telling me that he loves me and that we're his bros. These are these are yeah. handmade. That's why it takes a, yeah. so long. I make them with my bare hands. Like, what do you think his family does? There's like all eight of them sitting in his bedroom. They're just like it's like a Singapore sweatshop in there. Oh man, blowout! That was a blowout. <laughs> oh goodness. So what what does Alex say, man? What decks does Alex think is legit for modern? Um. Alex, uh, like the second place deck uh, that finished in the last Japanese GP, Mono Blue Fairies. Huh. What is what is that? What does it have in it? I think it's just the usual fairies, sprites, um, cliques, uh, cryptic command, and he really likes felt deck and shackles. So he's gonna feed on all the combo decks, and then beat them down with uh, his superior play scale, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not sure himself. So, but that's one of the main dice he's considering. I, I definitely think, like uh, Scott said, uh, Nyapod is like if there is a deck in this wide range of deck, it's like the deck for the weekend heading so, into the weekend. Yeah. So I accidentally picked the deck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Why? That's well, good. because playing. The best deck. Yeah, I'm playing the best deck, but I suck. That's the first thing. All right. Second thing is everyone's gonna be gunning for it. So then, I I always I know how I know how it goes. Okay, I'm gonna go over there playing with no experience. I'm gonna be like, okay, trying to do my thing, and all these people are gonna be like, yeah, I already played this matchup like a hundred times. Yep, go for it. Oh, got you. And I'm gonna be like, oh damn, I should have saw that coming. And that's just gonna happen to me all day long, <laughs> for the first two rounds at least. <laughs> So, so I'm gonna. I think we're gonna wrap up uh, the modern talk because we want to get to. I want to tangent to get to his part. Um. So before I leave this call, I just want to quickly talk about the CMT, the Canadian Magic Tour that's happening next weekend. So when this is posted, it's just gonna happen the weekend of. And there was a bit of drama because the people that were organizing the CMT. It was supposed to be this Sunday, right after the PTQ on Saturday. They had, that's why they had planned it that way. Um, we found out that they had not confirmed the venue. Um, they had not finalized the venue for yeah, the event. Right. Yeah, and it's like a team trios. So people were, you know, taking their, the weekend off or, or heading down, staying uh, a night after the PTQ to enter the trios, and it's like we found out that they had not reserved the venue, and not only that, competing game stores decided to reserve the venue and host a GP a 1K GPT there. So we can't even use the venue anymore. <laughs> wow. So there has been rumors that rumor the, has it. <laughs> rumor has it. <laughs> rumor. That the store across from um, face-to-face games, you know, the store that opened across from them, like, knew that the CMT was taking place and knew that there was trouble. Oh, so then, like, 
swiped the venue, but like you know, the, those are just rumors. Like the wedding <laughs> episode of Friends. That's fucked. <laughs> that is fucked. So, um, did you just make a Friends down. reference? Let's, let's fucking burn it down. <laughs> Jay Bush just made a Friends reference. Well, he's a big Friends and Big Brother fan, so yeah. You know. I mean, Ugh. and then he gets after me for talking about the Olympics. He's talking about Friends over here. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> what an idiot! What a dumbass! So, Face Face Games was just a sponsor of the CMT, but now they're they're taking it into their own hands to save uh, the trios. So. They found another venue. It's it's more expensive than than the venue they originally had. It's like double the price. They're lowering the entry fee. They're upping the price structure be, to make up for like all this confusion. And they're also adding the fact that if you beat Alex's team at the trios, you get a free booster box of M13. So they're doing a wow. lot of things. And I'm I'm on Alex's team, so if you beat my team, you free booster box. Um, I guess so that would be lot. hard. <laughs> <laughs> you just said the Jedi mind trick, KYT. <laughs> so face to face is really trying to you know save the CMT and large credit to those guys like lowering the entry fees, etc. Like you know doing all they can to save it. But it was kind of awkward to find out that, you know, competing card stores were having a 1K GPT. Like, it's like, what the fuck? And so there was a bunch of misunderstanding. Also, like the original hotel, like, was having a hard time contacting the people who were organizing the CMT. So, meh. But now everything's good. So hope to see some of you this weekend. I know Ben Clinton is hoping. I know Jay hates him, but he's hoping to bring a team to Montreal. So, that's that. I'm done. All right. Is is he on your team? No, no. <laughs> you always you hate these guys. Like I'm gonna see Sean Pacconi this weekend, and I'm gonna like sweet, sh- sweet. His hand. You should ask him about ask him about the price of of Hellkites. Ask him about <laughs> Star City Games prices. Ask him oh, about yeah. how Jer Frog's fucking dick tastes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like. Oh man, I hate to say it. So I won't. <laughs> say it. Say it. Say it. Knock him down a peg. He thinks he's the fucking awesomest. Say he's it. Like, like he Don't sugarcoat is, it. Don't sugarcoat it for he, fucking Mike. He, he Mike is to Jeremy. Jer- he's what? He is to Jeremy what like Joel Nidri is to Mid- <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh, I man. love Joel. I love Joel. Joel Nidri's awesome. I mean, I mean I'm going to blow him this weekend, so it's good. It's good. <laughs> what? What? Oh. That's happening. I'm holding you to that. <laughs> In the Dark Knight Rises, when it gets like boring, I owe it to you. I owe it to you. You owe it to me. Bro. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get off the call um, because I think it sounds terrible. So um, have fun, fun. and I'll talk to you soon because uh, I really love. I, I love you since Man is screwed, and keep doing what you're doing. Awesome, man. It was good good having you on and talking to you. All right. Ciao. Later, KYT. Yeah, that guy just wouldn't shut up. Man, <laughs> freaking KYT ruining what, the camp. Uh, uh, you, you, <laughs> hey, let's talk the tangent about MTGO Hero. <laughs> let's do that, dog. actually. Yeah, let's do that. What are we talking to tangent about MTGO Hero about? So, uh... uh Actually, you know what? John, why don't you take this? 
Yeah, why don't I? What? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh, man, I've never been in this position before. Scott makes it seem so easy. Oh, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Tangent, you've been working on a new project at gatheringmagic.com, right? That is correct. Tell us about it. What is this project? Well, uh, I saw this dirtily, you know, dude who created a, a uh, 52 article. Yeah, that 52 F and M's. And then another dude copied him. Yeah, he created this thing called F and M Hero. And I was like, you know, that'd be a pretty good idea on Magic Online, not in that shitty paper card stuff. And so I went ahead and uh, and copied that. And you know, and then everyone else and their mother just decided they wanted to do the exact same thing, including. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, uh, so, you know, even your, your, uh, the, the poster boy for the A team, Lansdell, uh, decided to go ahead and copy it also. And, uh, oh man, really? What's that called? Just like regular day in Chris Lansdell's life? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I think it's, I think it's actually called the real M hero. So I think he's oh, that he might have been fucking... first. Well, the but, difference yeah. between your column and Lansdale column is that I read your column. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I actually went out of my way to not copy things that you did. Like, like I when when you put weapon like, selections on your uh, first first article, I I was like, well, that's actually pretty pretty good. But now I have to figure something else out, right? And then I noticed that that Lansdale has that exact thing in every article that he does so weapon just... selection he copied me that's awesome oh, yeah. <laughs> man this is your form of flattery or something <laughs> yeah I, just for the record like if somebody quote unquote if somebody yeah. quote unquote copies me yeah. okay quote unquote what does that Cause, mean cause I, that? like because i don't really think i don't really think that i own anything so nobody's really copying me right okay, okay. like like before i wrote about fnm then yeah. you had you had, uh, you know, 52 F&Ms with uh, John Capora. A little shout-out to that guy. Shout-out. Shout-out. So before that, and then, and then before that, you had uh, Kyle Sanchez on Star City, right? And he was writing about his F&M adventures. So, you know, this is not a new thing. Uh, you know, there's a new little twist with the budget amount and that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. But... But it's it's not a brand new thing. It's not you know we're not reinventing the wheel or whatever. So well, I, think the, I think the thing is, and I don't know how Kyle did his because I don't care enough to to go on there and check it and check out the past episode or past articles. But I think the the big difference is is a lot of people had thought the same thing that you were thinking. You know, to to get like an event deck and try and make it work, and and that's kind of what I I wanted to see if I could do the same thing on Magic Online. I don't think if I was to do it over again that I would bother with the event deck to begin with. I'd just like purchase the ticket, you know, the cards because like there aren't event decks on Magic Online anyway. I was just trying to go with the spirit of the FNM hero, but yeah. I think I think there's not really a reason to do that on Magic Online. So I think you should just invest in a deck to begin with. You know, that way you don't have all these extra cards you don't need or want anyway. And just you know, kind of, kind of work it from there. But overall, I think, uh, I think it's just the idea of taking something that that you know people wonder and think about whether or not they could make it work, and you're you're trying to make it work, and that's what inspired me is trying to do the same thing, and now everyone wants to do it. 
But those other decks, like 52 F&Ms, he plays like a different deck every F&M, doesn't he? I mean, it's not quite the same thing as taking one deck and trying to make it work over and over again. So, Yeah, it's not the same. And he doesn't... Uh... He like he plays like real decks, you know. Oh, does he? Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought I know one article I wrote, read of his uh, was an event deck, but it's like obviously he's not playing an event deck every article because then he'd run out of event decks. So um, yeah, I think I think the one where he played the event deck was uh, it was geared at F and M Hero. Yeah, because he yeah, was he's just got- like. He's got yeah. a real boner for you, dude, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's for damn sure. I mean, who could blame him, you know? I, I, I don't blame him. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, but I, I, think, uh, the, I think the cool thing about uh, MTGO Hero is that people can do this, like people who don't get out to F&M every week, they can do this kind of challenge on their own, just like at home, like people who have yeah, different kind home? of lifestyle, you know? Yeah. <laughs> How the yeah, fuck do you do F and M hero at home? Kitchen table <laughs> hero. How, how explain do you do that it at to home? me. Explain, explain it to him, Tangent, how you do it at home. You have this thing called a computer, right? <laughs> I think he's Sorry, so what you're saying what you're saying is <laughs> what you're saying is just to make sure that I that I'm clear and uh, that I understand you. What you're saying is here is that F and M hero inspires people <clears throat> with a different lifestyle to play at home because they ha- can do this on their computer is what you're saying. That's what you're saying. I'm saying that people uh, can try, can follow Tangent's adventure and they can do it on, on Magic Online because there's some, there's some things that are different about Magic Online than on uh, paper, you know? Yeah, definitely. And that's, as far as the Magic Online aspect of it, I've never been to an F&M ever. Like, that's something that's, like, just a mystery to me. I, I hear about it all the time. I've never been to one. I can't. There's a lot never, of sweat. Yeah, a lot of sweat, a lot of sticky people. That's all really different from, like, a GP or, a, you know, something like that. But uh, Totally. Totally <laughs> different. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, basically, it just gives everyone an opportunity. Not to mention, you can get in games anytime you want to. You don't have to worry about the one night committing yourself... I know that's probably been pretty rough for you as it is because you probably can't make it out to F&M all the time. You've got things to do sometimes. So if you can't go, you're not going to be able to do an article. Whereas like I'll make it happen. Cause I can, you know, even if I, I do it at like one or two o'clock in the morning, I can do that. I don't get any sleep that night, but I can do it. So. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough for me because, uh, like F&M is, is a prime trading time, you know? So I trade for, for my business and, right. uh, so instead, I'm like grinding games with F and M Hero deck, and it's also tough because like when you go every week and get your ass kicked, it's like, dude, I don't feel like F and M. Like I have to, or else I can't write an article. You know what I mean? So, and if like it's really bad if you see a deck you want to play, like because then you're, I'm like, oh crap, like I really want to try out this new whatever deck, but I can't actually play that because I won't have an article to write, you know? Well, trust me, dude. I like, And even if you want to like change up your deck, you're like, oh man, I really wish I'd gone into Delver. It's like such a pain in the ass to do it. And I, I mean, that's what I've been going through because I just switched over to Mono Green. I've been bugging the hell out of Jay trying to like brainstorm with him and everything on what should I do? Should I go into Delver? We came up with like five or six different decks that that I was debating between because it's 
it's like you don't you cannot just try everything you have to like make a commitment and go with it so it's, yeah, it's every a, time every uh, time you switch decks you you lose money right exactly yeah and the other problem and i say i think that one of the really difficult things and and you got hit by this too is that when you win you immediately want to buy new cards to like make your deck better and so you spend a ton of your winnings but you just won like yeah of course people might might be better the next time you play but the key is like if you blow it all then you're not really like gaining anything like you haven't actually accomplished anything so i mean the one thing i could say about yours though is you were actually able to trade into a pretty good deck. I don't know how it's going now, but you you were able to get something pretty decent going, I think. Yeah, I think a lot of um a lot of what happened to me is first of all, it was harder than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um cuz I thought I was uh, I thought I was a badass and I'm just like, "Oh, yeah, man, I'm going to crush all these donks with this with this piece of crap deck and it's going to be awesome." Well, that's not what happened. And so like I was basically living on door prizes. And I didn't realize this until I did FNM Hero, but like each of my FNMs, they offer a door prize for every round. And like before when they did that, I didn't care. You know what I mean? Because they would come up to me and be like, oh, pick a card. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. This card, throw it in my trade binder. And like, who cares? It's a $5 promo or, you know, it's a Birds of Paradise or whatever, you know? Like, but then like for FNM hero it's like oh my gosh a $5 card like i can get some uncommons i need or i can get like you know i can trade this up like so uh so i've really been uh i've really been living off of these like door prizes um and just like off of some dumb luck and stuff like that uh it's you know it's really uh i haven't i don't think i've really broken through yet where i'm consistently winning uh i'm consistently at a place where i'm like Every I'll never go less than uh, three two in a tournament with my decks, right? right. Um, except for the well, last. I, I think the point, real quick, that I that I wanted to say before, like you know, you, I didn't want you to misunderstand me, but like that one time you won like forty or fifty bucks or something like that, yeah. And then you were like, I talked to you, and you're like, Oh, I'm down to like ten bucks, and it's like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, see, that's that's what I mean. <laughs> like, we blow all of our money on like buying new cards and stuff, but like that $40 was eight more tournaments for you. You know what I mean? Like playing the same deck that you just won with, you could have played eight more tournaments. Now are the odds better that you put a couple cards in there and try and win or the odds better that in eight more tournaments, you might be able to win again. And that's where it like has to like, I have, I have to find this like happy medium where I'm like, okay, this deck's good enough to win. I just won six tournaments worth of worth of tickets. If I can win one more, then you know maybe i have enough to be able to afford a couple cards but if i blow you know half of that or more then i'm kind of i'm i'm lessening my opportunities in tournaments cuz no matter what there's like that variance where even if you have the best deck you still might not win a ter- tournament just because of bad luck right and that yeah. so i mean it's just like you have to kind of kind of like play the odds but you want to give yourself as many chances at playing the odds as you can too and yeah, I think this is one of the things that the columns, both the columns do for new players is they let them see how to manage and balance, you know, resources and, and realize that certain things are a thing, like rotation is a thing, you know, spending your winning winnings right is a thing, trading with intentions is a thing, you know, all of these yeah, exactly. things will help people build a collection. Right. I agree with that. 
do you have questions for tangent scott you're usually really good at the digging in part you know <laughs> excellent so uh tangent yeah what's up you uh you were a strong member of the podcasting community uh mana screwed was uh was running fucking longer than ours was or just as long um and then all of a sudden tangent dropped off the planet <laughs> so much so that we actually like put the call out on twitter yeah, you know, put the call out on the show. Like, what's going go? on with Tangent? Where did he go? Is he in a ditch somewhere? Is he, like, pulling a David Carradine in a closet somewhere? Yeah. Somebody tell us. What happened? <laughs> were you drinking horse semen? So what, yeah. what happened? Where uh, were t- you? Tijuana happened, man. I was drinking the, horse semen. Yeah. I admit it. You know? Horse semen. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, tastes like, what like, what a, tastes about. like beer. Horse semen is beer. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, it was it was just personal stuff. But here's the the main thing, I guess, that I would say, and the reason why, like, I'm in and really solidified myself even more in it this time, mm-hmm. is because um, I kind of realized that as much shit happens to you in your life, what what you can do is get get all bothered about it and cut out the things that are important and the things that are matter that matter, or you can just say screw it. Like, I'm not going to give up the things that that I enjoy doing. Uh, so that I can go be miserable. It's like I'd rather in, do the things I enjoy doing, even if it takes time, because they're the things that are keeping me happy and making me get through this stuff, you know? So it's just pers- it was just personal stuff that that I had going on. It's also the so, reason why I can't get into Canada, but we won't get into that. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> She's a cruel mistress, that Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> so uh what were you, what was that you were gonna ask something just now well i was just gonna say so like have you <laughs> sorted through all of that shit now or have you just decided to say fuck it and just come back to us i just I came just... back that's what i mean like i'd rather i'd rather be able to come back and do the things that were fun instead of giving them up i like i felt like you know what i need to toss all this stuff away and focus on this stuff but it was yeah. making me miserable you know i'd rather like as far as like my free time like I, you know, I have an awesome girlfriend and everything that I spend a lot of time with, but aside from that, it's like I didn't have any friends to, to BS with or play magic, and magic was a big part of my life before that, so giving up on something that's really important like that is, is uh, did not help anything, let's put it that way. Yeah. So, okay, so your your decision to go to, to MTGO um, as the focal point for your, your hero column mm-hmm. um did this did all of this stuff that we just talked about did that impact sort of that decision instead of you know wanting to go and find a place to play on friday nights and like do it up in paper like was aside from like money challenges i guess because like mtgo arguably is cheaper right right no that wasn't it at all because uh no that's that's not it because uh, i still play other than that i mean i went to star city game seattle you know last weekend mm-hmm. or whatever um the weekend before uh but no it's it's the fact that i work like 70 hours a week monday through friday so that ends up um pretty much eliminating my ability to play magic during the week yeah and so friday nights i don't get home friday nights until like nine o'clock at night and there is no m around here gotcha so yeah at that after that point anyway and the weekends are still fine and i occasionally will like hit a pre-release or whatever but sweet well now, plus it's I, a spokane I, and it sucks 
What was that? I, I want to just, uh, am I just like, okay, I'm, I'm missing something here. So, like, you obviously have a good job, right? You're working 70 hours a week, okay? Okay. You have a, you have a girlfriend, right? <laughs> right, yep. Okay, and so, like, what personal stuff? Manina's never had about? either of these things. What 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 personal stuff? I mean, and maybe this is just too. Maybe, maybe his fucking family died. You yeah, fucking well, asshole. Yeah. Well, I'm I do just, have a dad I'm... that's dying, as you as you know, a stepdad that's, yeah. that is yeah. dying, yeah. right? Yeah. But that's not that's not what it is. Why don't you uh, cry away, Medina. I, I'm just like to yeah. me. I'm trying to put the piece together. Like sometimes when people tell a story like this, you could say, "Oh, I get it. Like it was this or that." Or Okay, you know, so you I, want I, you want me to enlighten the world is what you're saying? Yeah, well, here's the thing. If, here's if the it's thing. not, if it's not, you know, like this is obviously your choice. Like we don't want to. I'm just gonna put it on you. Oh, yeah. it is my choice. Oh, it's okay. your choice. No, but I'm just tangent, gonna, I'm just hold gonna on, harass hold on. the shit out of you. You, sh- you should also understand, right? Like right, you right. obviously have a a well placed shroud of anonymity surrounding you. Right? Yeah, like as far right. as the magic community goes. So, right. you know, like we're all, we all unfortunately didn't have that foresight and are all kind of, you know, out there in terms <laughs> of who we are and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, you, yeah. You, no, you know, I know. And yes, you're right. It is intended that way. My friends know a little bit more about me than the rest of the world. But um, the, uh, well, I, I'll just say this. Let's put it this way about, I found out that I have a child four years after the fact. Wow. wow. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what it was. I, I found out um, that I just hadn't been told. And so then it was this whole child support thing and all that. And, and that's all, like, now there's, like, just a shitload of past child support and everything oh, sure. that I, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. And so they won't let me into Canada because of it and that's pretty much yeah. it it's nothing more exciting than that yeah so so do you get to now see this child like are you interested in getting to know the child or like how is all that going like it's well i be, i like... mean i i am but and i'm i'm really conflicted about the whole thing to be honest because someone walks up to you and says hey man you know what you've had a kid for four years you yeah. know it's just like like whoa you know i'm floored i didn't i wasn't really out for kids I, you know that wasn't supposed to have happened right uh-huh. and uh and then it's just like all of a sudden i have one but the thing like at this point no because there's a family there and everything uh-huh. that i don't really want to like disrupt or, yeah. yeah exactly but there's also the fact that even if i did want to or went if you know that came up where i decided i wanted to um, there's just too much going on right now. It would be a really bad time to try and bring, you know, do that because yeah, it would of just be all... to them because you're, you're well, just because of everything, like even yeah. just like the attitudes involved and everything. It's like, you know, what's going on is not really cool. And the fact that I didn't know about it for four years is not really cool, especially when I have the same phone number, you know, everything's yeah, yeah. the same. There's no reason why someone wouldn't have been able to get a hold of me. So yeah, That's it's just crazy, yeah. man. Yeah, but that's why. So nothing right. exciting is like I was, you know, out like, uh, you know, as a CIA agent or something for a while. Nothing that cool. Sorry. No, no, <laughs> that's that's fair. But I mean, like, it's you got to understand, like, I, I mean, people just it happens. People just disappear and, and oh, life I, gets in the way. And, you know, it's it's nice when we can humanize ourselves for our listeners. Right. Oh, I yeah, I completely agree. So anyways, that's why I was asking. Well, that's we're cool. Glad- Anyway, we're, man, that's cool. We're glad you're back. Um, 
I know that uh, I used to listen to Mana Screwed, and when you disappeared, uh, I, I'm I'm always popping in and out of like the community like happenings. So like right. what'll happen is like I'll be working on you know legit or whatever, and like kind of like I'll hunker down for like a couple weeks and like maybe pop on Twitter like once or twice. Um, but then like when I came back to Twitter like after a couple weeks of like doing work and stuff, they were like, "Yeah, tangent's missing," and I'm like, "What?" I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like I was abducted or something. Yeah, I just didn't know. It was like that time when everyone thought Frank Lepore was dead or something, you know? And, uh, you know. Turns out he was just hanging out with the Lord of Atlantis. (laughs) (laughs) That was so uh, awesome. So I've always always liked liked you, Tangent, um, because you are, because just like stuff like this, like you're just, you're pretty honest about things and you're pretty straightforward and even though sometimes things might not be pretty, you're not afraid to say them. So I've always been a big fan. So when you were when you were gone, I'm like, well, what the hell, man? Like one of the like actually real in this community is just missing. Like that sucks, you know. No, I appreciate that, man. I really do. And that's and I guess that's the thing. Like I know I've rubbed people wrong, uh, the wrong way many times because I just straight up say how I feel about things, you know. And and I you know I'm not gonna say anything bad here. I'm just gonna say like. I know that on public enemies, you know, there was some some issues with like talking about like Patrick Chapin and things like that. But it's because I'm not going to dick around because someone's a celebrity. I understand like when you have a show that's as as good as your guys' show is, you know, you got to tread lightly in certain circumstances. But like I just I can't personally do that. I, I don't think that anyone is better than me, just like I don't think anyone's better than you guys. That's why like. Well, like my playmat is only signed by people I know, right? People like, like I would have you guys sign my playmat. It's only signed by people I care about. I don't have a single pro's autograph. I could care less because they're just people, you know, and that's the way I feel. And that's why it's like, if I see someone being like acting like a douche or being a jerk about something, I'm going to call them out on it. It doesn't matter who they are because no one is better than anyone else in this community. Maybe better at magic, but not better people. So. There are a lot of people that are shitbags, though. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... And those yeah. are the people I'll call out about it. But I'm saying, like, overall, like, like those people will act like they're better than you sometimes, you know? And it's like, yeah. that's just not true, so... Yeah, that's fair. Nice. Yeah. That's, good. that's a good point. Thanks. See, this guy is a hero. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, Tangent, you're so much cooler when you're on casts without losers. <laughs> <laughs> After oh, you guys! Got, after we just got you guys, equalizing the community, I know, I know, right? <laughs> I wish you really like understood that that like it, he, I I know that it almost brings me down to be like on a podcast with with like Jeebs, for instance. But at the same time, you don't know for he's instance. actually like. Okay, I wasn't actually referring to Jeebs. I was referring. What? Oh, okay. Who were you Jay. referring to? Because you were on with Jay, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. I was gonna say. Well, I mean, gee, that's Jay, fine. Jay I mean, when does, you're the king, people are bound to just talk shit about you. It's they want true, to be the king true, too, right? So. Well, they, every every podcast needs a douchebag, Jay. So it's cool. yeah, that's why you're on this one. That's why Medina <laughs> jumped on. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, but, I took the place of Smitty. That's okay, right. I was. I One thing I've one thing I've noticed in this community is that there's so many faces. You know, like you, you just said that I'm, I'm real about things and everything. And I, and I do try to be the only face I put on is like the mystique, I guess, of just not letting people in. Right. But like other people put on this face of, 
like like Jeeves, for instance. Jeeves tries to be a hard ass and a jerk, and really he's just trying to get under everyone's skin. He's a nice guy, you know, and like and that's the thing. It's and he hates it when I say that because he, that's his that's his face, that's his mask that he wears to the community is this jerk off basically, and so that's why people don't understand why I like him. Well, because you don't know him, you know. Yeah. It's that's why. So. Yeah, I mean, I I don't get along with him because he. Uh... He talks shit to me, so I know. Yeah, but I talk yeah. shit to you. I talk shit you to, shit to you forever. Kyt used to talk about how like I trolled you all the time, and I was like, I don't realize I trolled Medina all the time. No, but I, did I don't. It's, it's different when it's different when someone says something that's like relatively true, and <laughs> and then when someone says something that's just not true. Right, you know? right, right. And, yeah. and when they yeah, when they just like keep doing it, it's like, dude, like this is not even true. Like if it was true, then it's like, all right, I get it. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't get that. I don't get that at all. I stick up for you all the time with Jeebs. It's like I just did it on like the last but the last jinxed idols that we were on too. So, see, so like, uh, why sorry, like, go ahead. like why is see like this is what I'm talking about. Like I don't go out of my way to talk <laughs> oh, shit about Oh, now Jeebs. you hurt Medina's feelings. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is like and I don't oh, listen. I want to know why. Somebody just tell me why. <laughs> no, no, no. This is the this I don't go out of my way to talk shit about Jeebs and here he uh-huh. is on this other podcast like that I don't even listen to talking shit about me. And you people don't have understand. To stand. So That's what? what? He is trying to get your goat because like like Jeeves would love nothing more than you to be on a podcast with him. The I'm fact not like, do that. If, I know, but I'm saying if you block, but he'd be totally cool. He'd be totally cool with you if you were on it. I guarantee it. He did the same thing with with Corbin. I think he totally talked shit about his article. Yeah, Cor- they were like they like hated each other. Now they're just like gay bros all the yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. That's the way it is. It's because he's just trying to get like your attention, right? All, and all if he, he's like, ask. Yeah, I know, but he that's he doesn't this know the, how to love. Doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he only knows how to love like Girl Scouts that are locked up in his basement, and that's and, and that's his all. van. Yeah, in his van. So. Good God. <laughs> oh man so anyways so yeah just ask me bro if you want me to be on a podcast ask me don't troll yeah. me yeah so so tangent um you mentioned jinx idols yeah um now i there's there's two things that i want to mention about it um now obviously you are on that show with uh jeebus uh norbert 88 and oh. uh, jack right yeah, right. Okay. So, uh Jack obviously has had to cut out some of the, his podcasts. Um yep. he's now on he's still on your show full time though. Yep. Okay. So, has he made any mention of that as to why he dropped some others and kept others or no? Does he probably he quality loves podcasting with us? Okay. <laughs> Jack that- Jack's, you know, like a like a guy who I've always uh been a fan of except for when he first came on Monday Night Magic cuz he was a freaking idiot on there when he first started out and he knows i think that yeah. and and everyone thinks well that. now he does <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah but but no the thing is is he's uh he is he's turned into a you know well-known person in the community but we've always been kind of friends and so i i, I don't mind podcasting with him and he likes podcasting with us so he just wanted to stay i think it's because he has fun you know he enjoys enjoys it sometimes other podcasts start to feel like work so, so what you're saying is the horde notions start to feel like work. How can it not? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know exactly. I mean, I, <laughs> well, okay, that's, I, I may know things, but there are certain things that I just won't say on a, yeah. you know, on a podcast. So, 
All right. So so let's go on to the next one then, since we're not you're not going to uh, talk about that, and that's fine. Um, you guys are starting to do live call-in shows. Yeah, that's what we're, it's all going to be live from now on. So. so talk to me a little bit about sort of how that flow works and, uh, you know, what the response has been on that. Uh, I think when we started it, it was a really bad, like we, we weren't prepared. And so the first, the first episode that we did was really awful. It it just didn't work. We didn't test everything before we did it. And it was just garbage. About halfway through, it started to flow a little better. Um, we probably took like six to eight calls on that, on that episode. Yeah. And well, I mean, everyone was in the room at that time. It was like, we had Otwal in there telling us we needed to cut stuff out, otherwise he wasn't going to post it. We had uh, <laughs> um, Polish Tamales was on that episode. Um, some guy from Cool Stuff was on there. Someone who knows Medina was quasi-talking trash about him, and that started Jeebs on his rant again. He wasn't really talking trash about you. He said he liked you and that he... I can't even remember that he's played with you before and you seem you seem to play by the rules. But Jeeves was trying to like dig out the garbage. Well, so was I actually, but I was doing it jokingly. Anyway, so yeah. Basically <laughs> who, who the is, uh who is this guy who knows me so I can so I can I, verify? You'll, you'll have, yeah, I I don't I don't remember. There's he was like someone. <laughs> People are calling in and it's like some point Iowa, you know, and so we can't tell for sure who <laughs> who it is I off the top of my head. I wasn't really expected with to have the question, but um just go back and listen a couple episodes ago to Jinx or like last episode of maybe to Jinxed Idols and uh you can hear it. But um, Oh no. Yep, yep, you gotta listen to Jeeves to hear it. Sorry. I gotta listen to oh <laughs> man, it's the worst. And uh yeah, it's like I guess it's been really kinda cool. Like the reception's been relatively good. We always have people in the chat chatting with us and stuff and the main thing i said is is we should just keep doing a live show i mean it was my idea to stay with the live show period because we can make it almost like a radio program people can know when we're going to be recording and come in even if if we don't take any calls we can just have people in there listening and chatting if someone says hey i've got a really important thing i want to talk about and you know they tell us that it's what it is and they decide to call in we can take that call but we don't have to take every single call. We just on the first one we were just taking it was pretty much just a live show because there was nothing to talk about. And but there'll be times when we have so much to talk about we don't take calls and it's just live so people can listen in. You know. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So any standouts for some of the calls that uh, you've had so far? Oh my god, yeah, there was this guy who he called like he called in to ask us like to speculate what were going to be the good decks and good guilds in Return to Ravnica and what wanted our opinions on what was going to be a good deck after Return to Ravnica. And we're just like, dude, like M13 just came out and we don't have a clue what's in Return to Ravnica yet. So why are we supposed to speculate on what's going to be good in Ravnica? I mean, like, seriously. <laughs> it's just like, he was serious about it. And then he called in later. <laughs> yeah, it, like he called us back again to tell us that he met Brad Nelson and he was a jerk and that if uh and and that yeah, he met Brad Nelson and he was a jerk and then someone accidentally posted like Brad Nelson's phone number on Facebook or they did it on purpose or something. And so he called it 
and he was like, "Hey, this is is this Brad Nelson?" And he's like, "He's like, uh, who who's this or whatever?" And he's like, uh, "Just as that guy that you met, this isn't Brad Nelson, but if it was, I'd be really unhappy with the fact that you violated my privacy or whatever, something like that." I mean, that's the we're just getting trollish calls like that, but um, but we also <laughs> like trollish please and and uh, you know, he was talking about some some good stuff. We haven't had any like really great heather called in from 20 tweets uh, she's awesome yeah yeah she called in and talked a little bit with jeebs there she sounds really southern huh yeah but it was weird yeah. because the accent like totally disappeared it was strange like he like like it's yeah, fraudulent yeah yeah exactly well the call was in from like nevada so i was like maybe because she's in nevada she doesn't have an accent i don't know whoa she doesn't have an accent well, she didn't, or at least not much of one. Like, Jeeves even called her out. Somebody 20 like, tweets about this. This is interesting. Yeah, yeah. 20 tweets Cause, about Because when I talked to her, she had an accent. Well, that's that's what he she She said, like, her excuse for that was that when she gets nervous, the accent comes out. So she must be nervous around you. I think she digs you. I don't think so, dude. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> it's it's funny, actually, because when we talked during my... Uh... My interview for Legit, um, we were on a Skype call and went through a bunch of it. And yeah, it was, I don't know, I think it went in and out. Yeah, yeah. Did she have an accent? That, isn't that what yeah, it's supposed to be? Yeah, it was, it was a little bit. Like, it, it, there was definitely some Southern drawl in there. There's no question about that. Yeah, right. yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. There, there, is a, there was, but it was like less and less. Like Jeeb said, uh, basically, you know, your accent, like, is, or it's nice to hear you talk without that fake accent or something like that. And that sent her off like going off about how the accent's not fake and it only comes out when she's nervous or something like that. So that's, mm. that's yeah. the story. I'm going to have to listen to this. I'm going to have to listen to this jinxed idols. That one's the next one. The first one was the one with Polish tamales and someone else called them, but I can't even remember who the hell it was. Like there was like six to eight people on that one. I th- you know, you know what though, honestly, like if Polish tamales is on there, you know, and revised angel. Like, that's good enough. Why didn't we have Polish tamales <laughs> on here? I don't know, but like, the seriously, fuck is that? Is do, you, it's, do you realize that between those two artists, we have like the stable of most awesome artists? Like between yeah. Durfington and Polish tamales, like we have the market cornered on sick art. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We just need Justin Treadway. He's pretty sick too. Yeah, if he weren't such a <laughs> Let tangent, tangent say it. <laughs> Boring tweeter is what I was going to say. Oh man, I think uh, I, I see. I haven't paid much attention to the Jinx Idol podcast, and the reason why is because Jeeves is on it, so I would just like not listen to it. Um, yeah, I, I used to listen to Public Enemies, but it just turned into like a bitch session. Like he just right. sit there and bitch about everything, and I'm just like, why am I listening to this? So yes, but I like this idea of like this live show, like with a call in, and uh, and I like you, I like Jonathan Richmond. Uh, shout out to Norbert eighty eight. Um, <laughs> so and and I like Christine Sprankle. She came on un uh, untapped. I almost forgot the name of that podcast. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, so she came on there. So I like three of the four hosts. So. I think I think I'm I'd do it, man. I think I make the, the yeah. host at this point in time. Like she's she she has like scheduling conflicts or something, which is the reason why I came on to begin with. Because like she was uh 
well, it was because I didn't have anything to do and I was kind of looking for a podcast. And so she had, she had, uh, like, I don't know, issues with work or something. But the, the thing is with the live show, we're, I really wanted to get like more professional and like even more like a radio show to where it, it sounds better. It definitely ran smoother last time. But yeah, it's pretty good, man. It's worth listening to anyway. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. I'm not going to say that that, that, that uh, episode with Polish Tamales is the best episode. Like I said, you have to get through like the first 20 minutes, half hour before it even starts to get decent. So just skip forward. <laughs> dude, dude, I've listened to a ton of the podcasts on the MTG Cast Network. Getting through 20 minutes of a podcast is like pretty much just status quo. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, good luck. Well, yeah, but when you, when you apparently Jeeves just doesn't like editing, so really nothing ever gets cut out, and so yeah. Well, are the twenty minutes before your show as much fun as the twenty minutes before our show was? Oh, before the show is fine. Yeah, no, I don't know about as much fun as as this one. No. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is hard to beat. You know, this is like the <laughs> best. This is like the best pre twenty minute show. Like our twenty minutes before our show. It's probably better than our show. Public Enemies used to used to be pretty funny before the show too. Like we sometimes we'd laugh so hard about stupid stuff, and then we'd have to like cut it out and put it on like the intro or something. So yeah, I know how it is. Yeah. So uh, Marcel from Monday Night Magic Fame and uh, recently Brainstorm Brewery as well. He's a uh, regular on there. Uh, Brainstorm Brewery is available on the MTG Cast Network, so you guys should make sure you uh, you check that out. I've honestly never listened to the show myself, so tell me if it's good or not. I've listened. Um, it's good. And? It's good. It's, good. it's, a, okay. it's a legit cast. Uh, yeah. I think you can get it at brainstormbrewery.com, too. Cool. Uh, so, anyway, so you should check that out. Anyway, so, so he's taken it upon himself to contact the guy uh, who has made the booze cube. Um, and he's basically got the templating for color pie instructions and, uh, basically instructions on how to make cards, what cards are missing. He's trying to have us, the community build a community booze cube expansion. So all of the rules and templating are up. Uh, we'll have the link for it in the show notes. So you guys can check that out, but, uh, it looks fucking awesome. Like, how awesome would it be to have your cards in the booze cube being played by everybody? So for those of you that, you know, wanted to participate in the great designer search, but uh, you know what? They're all going to be approved by the guy who runs the booze cube anyway. So they're not going to yeah, be too fucking, fucking better be. But anyways, bottom line is how awesome is it going to be to have a community expansion? So like we'll all potentially be created as booze cube cards that are awesome <laughs> with awesome art. Swarm my feet. wooden computer. We're gonna make. Cool too. Yeah, that's right. I saw that one. <laughs> yeah. So it's anyway. So you guys should go and check that out and participate. If 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 design is totally your game, or you want to, you know, have some fun with it or whatever, uh, one hundred percent check that out because it's gonna be pretty sweet. I'm uh, I I one hundred percent will have all of the community expansion uh, built into uh, my booze cube for GP Toronto. So. That that will certainly be happening. We will find a bar. We will rent out a large room, and we will fucking booze cube in the bar. It will be absurd. Mainly because I can't fit that many people in my house, so <laughs> the wife would kill me. But uh, check it out anyway. Uh, it's gonna be pretty awesome. So, um, what else have I got here? Columbus, we talked about heroes. We talked about John. You got your deck in front of you. Uh, I can have it in one moment. Yeah, go get it. 
Okay. Is we're going to bring back. back we're going to bring back everybody's favorite section of this. What would Billy Moreno do? Also known <laughs> as sneep, keep, or ditch. So for those of you that have been, you know, ram, you know, rambling in the comments saying, "Bring it back, bring it back." Well, we're bringing it back. Well, we're going to bring it back for you. So while we Josh wait, did you ever listen to did you ever listen to Offspring at all when you were growing up? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So there they had this one at the, at the beginning of the Smash album. They had that guy that came on in the beginning. It's like, ah, it's time to uh, relax. Time to relax. So why don't you sit means. back with this here CD player and anyways, do you do you recall this at all? Stereo. Nope. Am I am I dating myself again? Yep. <laughs> Fuck! I have to stop this. Music soothes even the oh, savage. Oh, so old. Yeah, you are. So on that note, actually, on the note on the note of old music. So Cedric Phillips favorited by tweet. I was watching his stream on Tuesday when he unveiled our new logo, um, and uh, I was uh, happily singing along with this entire fucking playlist. It was it was crazy. Like everything that ran off there was 1990 something. Oh, and I knew, fuck. Like, every you know what I do sometimes word. when I'm depressed and want to kill myself and want to feel worse? Is <laughs> <laughs> I fucking turn on much more retro, and it's all from like I'm like, oh man, 3 a.m. by Matchbox 20. Sweet, that's a good song. Oh, it came out in 1990. Six. Fuck. <laughs> That's like almost 20 years ago. God yeah. damn it. Like, yeah. fuck, fucking fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show or not, but you remember the show The Wonder Years? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. So we all remember The Wonder Years because we're that age, right? Yeah. So do you realize that from the time it, it is, it is, uh, oh, yeah. I have, uh, yeah. More time has passed since the last Wonder Years episode was released to now than it was when the Wonder Years was staged to when it started. I just yeah. heard that somewhere. Where did that? Where did I even hear that? That was yeah. on something. It's like fucking blow your mind because like yeah. when the Wonder Years came out, and we we're watching. I'm like, oh god, that show was so old. Like that. That was so long ago. That was like my parents' time. And now we're like, oh god. That was like <laughs> 30 years ago. That show. Fuck my life. Anyways, John, you got your deck. Yep, shuffling it now. Sweet. Save us from this inane bullshit. <laughs> this is going to be... This is going to be the uh, first hand that I've drawn with this deck. I haven't, right. even, I haven't even drawn a hand with this deck. Uh, I guess I have the best deck in the format in front of me. and uh, He's going to draw John Finkel. I just know it. He's going to draw, draw the actual... Johnny not, Combo not... player? No, the actual like his player, his his a uh, pro card, his pro tour card. And yeah, I don't think you can lose. I don't think you can lose if you have that card, unless you're <laughs> unless you the other guy has a uh, Alex Hain. Yeah, that's true. Card. Yeah. Does Alex Hain even have one? No, I'm just joking. Oh, okay. Well, it's I called Entreaty Angels. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right, this thing should be shuffled enough for us to do this. So, let me know when you're ready. Now, give her. All right, now. All right, here we go. Razor Verge Thicket, Eternal Witness, Razor Verge Thicket, Grove of the Burn Willows, Firelit Thicket, Kiki Jiki, and our last card, Restoration Angel. So that sounds like combo in a million lands. Yep, you got the combo, you got a Eternal Witness, and all the lands. Yeah, I think you sneep that, right? 
I think like, you're still fighting through a Thoughtseize. Like you're still gonna, you st- you still could win through the Thoughtseize. I think I keep it. I don't think I sneep it. That's fair. Okay. Why do you say that? Uh, because I would like a birds. Like I'd like a like a sneep is like a one a first turn mana accelerant, uh, two or three lands, and then like some action. You know, uh, kitchen figs, restoration angel, birthing pod. Like birthing pod will. Like, first turn Mana Accelerant and Birthing Pods are, like, Sneeps, you know? All right. Like, the, the, that's what I would assume. I don't because I've well, never played... I, I, hold on. Isn't, isn't, isn't a Sneep, a Snap Keep, isn't that, isn't that basically um, when, when you look at a hand and there's no way you would mulligan it? Like, what would you be thinking at and about in that hand? Would you I seriously would... be considering going down to six on that? I would. Oh, okay. Because you're not doing anything until turn three. Yeah. You have, a, you have a, you have a, you basically have a freaking, you know, eternal witness, a two one on turn three. Cause you're not getting anything back from the graveyard unless, right. unless they thought sees you. But it's like, man, like, I don't want to be waiting till turn three to play a magic card. That makes sense. But, but I might keep it just like, thinking like oh you know i'll peel some action or something i don't know it's just like a not it's not a sneak for me okay that's well that's a good point like i mean obviously if you want a little bit more action then that makes sense but it's definitely keepable okay so i have another hand here yep this one is actually interesting okay so we have a wall of roots birds of paradise cord of calling village bell ringer Grover the Burn Rills, Rage of Earth's Ticket, and Eret Mesa. What does that, uh, what's the, oh, the Village Bell Ringer does, that's like another piece, right? Village, you can do Village Bell Ringer, um, Kiki Jiki, which is basically, it says untap all your creatures when it comes in play. So okay. you make another one, it untaps your Kiki Jiki on and sure, on. Sure. Yeah. Well, I like Bird, I like Wall of Roots. I like the fact that you've got basically no tap lands ever i mean to me this is a sneak yeah and the reason why is because i got the first turn accelerant and i have a wall of roots and i have a quarter calling which is business so like i can uh play a wall of roots keep like an aggressive start like off my back um you know i have the birds i have the quarter calling so like when the time comes i can quarter calling for my missing piece like the. T- you know what I'm saying? And I have yep. a village bell ringer, which allows me to uh, do some crazy things. So yeah, I, that's like, fair. I like it. I have Celerant, I have a, a piece of business, and let's see what I draw off the top. Uh, Kiki Jiki. That's retarded. <laughs> uh, Instantly retarded. That, that makes it retarded because then you go turn one birds, and then uh, turn two wall, and then turn three Kiki Jiki. Yeah, it's pretty good. And then the turn three Kiki Jiki, and then turn four, you can cord for the Restoration Angel. And you obviously probably don't do that, like, right at the moment, you know? You try to grind them or whatever, and then, like, when they try to disrupt you, you just, boom, cord. Restoration yeah. Angel kill you. Nice. So, I All don't right. know. Seems decent. Okay, give us one more. All right, one more. Court of Calling, by the way, man. That's a card. Holy smokes. I mean, I knew yeah. about it from EDH, you know? Yeah. But in decks like this, it's insane. 
I hope I, I hope we get a really tough one. One that isn't just not it's just hard to decide, you know. Alright, let's see. Man, this is such bullshit. I'm kinda not liking this deck right now. Okay. Um Best deck in the room. God it fucking sucks. I hate this, this deck. format. I hate it. Okay. <laughs> so here's what we got. We got a wall of roots. Razor Verge Thicket. Can't get away from those things. Firelit Thicket. Quizali Pride Mage. Mm. Sacred Foundry. Mountain. And Kiki-Jiki. Wall of Roots. Pride Mage. Kiki-Jiki. Four lands. That represent all your mm-hmm. colors. It's probably yep. at least keepable. Yeah, it's keepable. It's it's keepable. It's I'm I'm not super happy about it, <laughs> and maybe I'm just being real picky. But like, yeah, I'm just not super happy about you it. You don't have a you don't have a birds, dude. It's not even that. I can't even cast the because uh, all the prime age until turn three. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Because like I have my thicket, and then I have a firelit thicket and a mountain. So it's like then the next turn is going to be wall of roots. And then I'm gonna draw. What do I get? Oh, I get a corticoin. Yeah, that makes everything better. Obviously. <laughs> so maybe you're just not giving it the credit just based off of the opener. Yeah, maybe the opener needs to dirtle for a second. I I, I don't mind. I guess I don't mind. I had a, I did have a Kikijiki in hand. So, so yeah. I mean, it doesn't. Hmm. Best deck in the room doesn't seem too exciting to me. Hmm. I guess I just want to see more birthing pod. I'll probably just sneak a hand with like one land bird and a birthing pod. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm already going to have to get used to this. Like, my hands are very mana excel heavy. Like, I just pulled another one. We got a wall of roots of birds, basically four lands and a kiki-jiki. Like, I just don't want four lands. Like, I want like three lands. How many know. lands does that run? 23. Wow. Yeah, you just drawn some dense yeah. hands with land then. So yeah, I'm just drawing. Maybe well, the shuffle wasn't good or something. Well, but that probably means that you're like all gas coming out though. So like that can't be all bad. I mean, 23 lands. I never keep a hand like that anymore. I never say I have five lands. I must be getting all gas because every fucking time I do that, I peel land after land after land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just- well, even in even in standard in my humans deck, dude, I was running 23 land, and I, sometimes I was like, dude, I want to drop down to 22 because it was just fuck. There's a this guy uh, my FNM that plays eighteen fucking lands. I think Delver, wasn't yeah. that Delver recently? Yeah, Delver plays yeah, 18. eighteen. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I Fuck guess it. Elves is the other deck that can get away with that, right? Well, I, well, I think my Elves I played sixteen actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, see Elves this combo is... Elves dude was cake, man. I loved that deck. It's so easy. This hand is super baller. Alright, super baller hand. Fire Thicket, Razor Verge Thicket, uh, Noble Hierarch, Birds, Corticalling, Kitchen Finks, Kikajiki. Oh, you have Kitchen Finks in that deck. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, because then you just like make a turn two Kitchen Finks, and then, uh, no, 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 it would have to be a turn three Kitchen Finks, turn four Kiki, and then you can dirtle with that until you Corticalling for the win. Yeah, man. Yep. That's pretty good. Well, let's hope you do well tomorrow. Nah, that's not going to happen. 
<laughs> well, with confidence uh, like that, how can you lose? I have, I have no illusions. I have no illusions of doing well. I'm just going to go play some magic, have some fun, and then, uh, you know, hang out with my, my, with my bro, KYT. Nice. It's going to be sick. I remember how much fun I had when I came down to Cincy. I imagine you guys are going to have a good time. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Nice. Is there, I mean, what is to do in Columbus, man? Is it really? Is it? Is it cool? I mean, I don't. I've never been there. Play magic. Go to Steak and Shake. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, That's what I, I mean, you know, there's not. I'm not the kind of partying type either, you know. So like, we're like, even if like they were all like, let's go hit up some clubs or some something, you know, I just Taco like, Bell or something. I mean, well, you know, like you Taco could, Bell, I'd be. You in. could still go to the <laughs> casino at like fucking five in the morning. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like I did with JR. Like, you could still do that. Yeah, that is a thing. Yeah, man. That is a thing. It was a good night. All right, Jay. Uh, pick a comment from last week's episode and read it out loud on the air for everybody, please. All right, well, while I do that, why don't you guys talk about some more non-magic stuff? Uh, we were talking go, about magic I gotta go find a fucking... Yeah, it was I magic stuff. Just I gotta find a comment, comment, I said. We we know you wouldn't know that or understand that because you'll hear like, the words that are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> it's like birds to paradise. You I have to select it. it at random, by the way. No, no, no. Pick one that's funny. <laughs> Why don't you sideboard out your kiki jikis, Medina? It's the best idea. <laughs> then they'll be looking for it. What a dumbass! You know they're gonna side in removal for those restoration angels. You don't want to get them combusted. You should take them out. Are you playing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> Jay doesn't believe in restoration angels. Just swords. Yeah. Man, Jay, pick one. I'm trying. Here's one that says more Medina. Read that one, dude. It's got to be great. God, how many comments do you get every episode that's like more Medina? Uh, We don't Too get many. that much. Oh, we don't get that much. You I used to get, get comments all, like that all the time, at least on Twitter. Yeah, I when he wasn't it. on, and people realized that like he was funny, like one in thirty episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I get that in my orders a lot. There's a place you can leave a comment, and uh, they leave a comment more Medina a lot. Uh-huh. But, but I got the best comment. Uh, I got the best comment the other day, and it says, "It says I would be very grateful <laughs> if you would include a picture of a pigeon with my order." <laughs> yeah, like so people do that, like for Domino's and shit all the time. They're like, "What would you like us to do for your pizza?" And then people are like, "I want you to draw a really serene nature picture, but with something crazy going on that I'll take a minute or two to notice." And then, like, sometimes it happens, and it's just amazing. What? Yeah. Okay. Domino's has never said, "What would you like me to do to your pizza?" Like they've yeah, never like asked the me that before. They say, like comment or whatever you fa- you fucking uh, say like drop, <laughs> like tell me your funniest racist joke and then they'll write it on there on the inside of the box. Oh okay, all right, nice. I'll you have gotta to try that it. Check time it. I order. Check it out. Yeah, so I printed up a picture of two pigeons kissing, and I sent that along to the order. <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things. Yeah, so. David Mantle wants to know uh, who's your favorite superhero and why? Who's whose favorite? Pick one. Go. You. You answered first. Favorite superhero and why? Yep. Go. Um, While Jay's looking for a fucking comment. I found one. Never mind. Oh. Jay, comment. 
<laughs> suck on that, Medina, you bitch. Dude, it's suck on that, David Mantle. What? That's right. <laughs> David Mantle just has a permanent a suck on it. Suck it. Um. All right. I don't know if this is the best one I could be reading, but it is the one I have chosen. Uh, this guy, his name's whatever. He's too cool for school. He's like whatever. Uh. Anyone else notice that J. Bush's Delver token is useless? Boost touch causes an opponent to drink if they are dealt damage by the creature. It has no effect on other creatures. If you use Flash during your opponent's turn, the token is exiled before you get an attack phase. If you cast it normally during your turn, the Delver token doesn't have haste, and it gets exiled before you can attack. I see what they were doing. Trying to mimic how some cards flash in with Death Touch, surprise, block, kill. That's not how Boost Touch works, man. I mean, they're pretty funny, no doubt. I'm just bored of work. I think the funniest part of this comment is that he didn't realize what they were trying to do by copying flashy Death Touch. That's not what he was trying to do at all. He was trying to make fun of me for siding out my Delvers. That's the joke, <laughs> man. You ever listen to the fucking show? Dog like a horse semen over there in whatever land, and you fucking. Never listen to this with the delvers in the siding. The jokes. Hmm? Do you like jokes? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that was a good one. I think that the other one I want to talk about is... I love that KYT responded to all the comments. Yeah. I know, he did, eh? <laughs> what a he pro. Must really, he must really just have been bored before going to Columbus, eh? <laughs> I should probably do some work, but... Yeah. Yeah. So Shaolin Monk thirty six. Sounds like I need to play some booze group with the A team guys. You might be able to hang out with me when it comes to drinking. High elevation in Colorado Springs, plus the fact that I can handle my booze should help make me invincible. Cedric must do the cube with you guys and then record it. KYT as Rio Hayabusa is hilarious. The freaking counterplug was hilarious. I was rolling. Uh Jay, you must have been playing the hell out of some Dota as you were pretty silent. You're almost as talkative as KYT. Uh his his name was definitely Love Balls. Um, oh yeah, love balls. Uh, Medina, fighting is one of those rites of passage for a bunch. Growing up, I didn't go to schools that had chain link fences and razor wire, but I got into my fair share of brawls. However, I've been noticing that same trend as well that most don't want to fight. One of the guys that beat me up quite well in middle school is now one of my best friends. He broke my nose and chipped my tooth. We have made s'mores and barbecued and had steak since then. When fighting, definitely do not talk. Just throw and knock that fool out. Your fighting commentary amuses me to no end. <laughs> Cedric did quite well. He was a great guest. The cast was hilarious. It had me rolling. Shoutouts to women and black people in magic. The two HR protected groups in magic. <laughs> you guys aren't stopping the cast, right? Don't joke about that shit. I am not sending you guys a dime. I will join the army and hunt you down. Plus, since I'm fight trained, I can MMA grapple you and just rub my herpes junk all over your faces. You don't want that. So, There's a couple MMA fighters here. There's this other guy, Nick <clears throat> Keeley Pedersen. Peterson, which doesn't sound it's like a Peterson, tough name. It's Peterson, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what so, are you, oh my god, you're so fucking retarded. It's not Peterson, it's, it's Peterson. You're right, it's Peterson. You're right. Okay, shut you're up. Right. No, you're right. All right. right, so he says, so I used to be an avid jiu-jitsu practitioner, okay, and even had a cage fight a few years ago. Not all magic players are pansies, so be careful, Medina. That sounds like a threat. Whatever. Does that sound they, like all, a threat? they are too. That is a threat. They are two all pansies, dude. Have you ever been to these tournaments? I thought it was hilarious. You were always asking if people have been into a fight. 
because all you have to do is go to a tournament and maybe like one out of every 150 people there has ever been into a fight, man. Mate, that's a, that's a pretty high number. This guy I, has, I know. I'm going to give him credit. This guy has, first of all, this guy has a musical as his cover photo for his, his Facebook, okay? So, <laughs> come on. The guy with the musical is going to threaten me? And then on top of that, he says, saved by the blood of Jesus Christ in his religious views. So, listen, bro. If I hit you on the right cheek, you got to turn the other cheek to me, man. That's what it has sounds to happen. Like this would be, sounds like this would be like the most righteous fat guy throwdown of all time. He's not fat, though. He does look like you he are. can throw some punches. Well, why would it be a fat guy throwdown if there's only one fat guy? He's going to pick you up and throw you down. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty good literal right. there, isn't it? I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. That, that is yeah, you right. will. You don't have a choice. He's right, an MMA shout fighter. Out, shout out to Nick for uh, throwing Nick, this fat Nick who? Out. Nick Patterson. Patterson. No, Nick Patterson. The worst thing about these people like, to meet that you. are coming out and, and I'm an MMA, whatever, is the fact that like it's every single person in the magic community can say that very same thing. I mean, seriously. There was a guy at my old LGS that said that he was a black belt all the time. And it's like, dude, I swear to God, it would not be hard to take you down. Come on. Like that that's just you're behind a computer or, you know, on the whatever. Anyone can say what they want. It doesn't mean it's real. Yeah, and I mean I found that the people who can really fight don't tell you their credentials. Yeah, they're not going right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're not like, yeah. hey dude, by the way, I've been in many fights and I was successful in most of them. They're just <laughs> actually just gonna kick your ass and then you're gonna be like, Oh yeah, man, you look, that guy could you, what you need fight. to do is you need to look for the calluses on their knuckles. Yeah, that's okay? one way. Yeah, and then you know. And like the cauliflower grody ears. That's a good one too. <laughs> no, that's only but that could losing. Sorry. That I was gonna say that could just mean that they just get beat up a lot. <laughs> hey yo, does that, does anybody know who Robot Large is? People keep asking me if it's me, and I'm like, mm, nope. Yeah, I I keep getting asked if Robot Large is you as well, and I keep telling them that it doesn't sound anything like me. You guys fucking does anybody listen to our goddamn show? Fuck sakes, <laughs> goddamn it! Oh, Plus, funny. Robot Large is clearly like an anonymous listener that picked up the tag after our show was spread. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Dear. Yeah, which is hilarious, by the way. Like, I totally love the fact that no one actually knows who he is. Yeah, I like great. to think it's of like, him as like a, a banker on Wall Street. Yeah. Like a respectable guy, you know, by day, but at night, an A-team listener who comments on our episode. Yeah. Oh, by mm-hmm. the way, I, I put the uh, by far the coolest superhero in the uh, chat window there for you guys, so... It's pretty much that. That that is the answer. A twelve-year-old girl. Yeah, that's Scott. Oh, that's Scott. That's too. Scott. Oh, whoops, sorry. Yeah. Uh, is Are it you a, serious? Um, this this is a real this is a real guy. Twelve-year-old girl, is it? Uh, okay, so so tangent has picked arm fall off boy. Okay, so actually was a DC comic superhero from the 30th century. First appearance was in Secret Origins, Volume Two, Number 46, in December 1989. His alter ego is Floyd Belkin. He has the ability to detach his own limbs, which he can then use as blunt weapons. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. He's the cool... He looks like one of those old He-Man figures, like, taking his arm off. I mean, that's Except for his cool. outfit is pink. Yeah. A pink He-Man Totally, figure. totally does. Wow. Yeah. Can remove his limbs and use his clubs. <laughs> I love how he's you just going up to these people who are eating lunch. Arm off, <laughs> bam! Yeah, arm off, yeah. bam! 
Dude, we should yeah. put this in the show notes. <laughs> agree. Agree. So it's the, uh, yeah, we'll have to just do that. <laughs> Look at the sound when he takes his arm off. It's plorp. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't argue it. Have you ever taken your arm off to find out what it sounds like? Yeah, I mean, you, don't know what, you don't know what to put plorp. That's true. <laughs> Bitches don't be know about my plot. Dude, his Plorp arms look nasty, man. man. Oh, this looks so gross. Goodness. Alright, so should we move to shoutouts now? It's been like over an hour and a half. Yeah, let's do that. This this cast is uh I think after it's... the GP, like we'll have much more to say. Like right now. Hey, it's just yeah, this of... is totally going Screw off. Screw you. Come on, I was on <laughs> bastard. <laughs> I just, I keep I just talking. have to tell it like it is, Tangent. I'm not going to kiss your ass because you're a celebrity. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> you're part of the magic community. I, I, look, man, hypocrisy knows no bounds when it comes to me, so. Yeah. I mean, if you threaten to disappear again, I would probably think twice about talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. I found out I had another kid again after five <laughs> years this time. <laughs> And those aren't funny <laughs> jokes. What the? Hey, Tangent was laughing. Come on. What's wrong with you? Hey, if you guys aren't laughing at that, just get lighten up. Lighten up. What a dick. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go, All right. I'm going to go first. Shout outs. Shout outs. I'm gonna, oh, okay. You go I'm going to go first right. just because I, I don't want to forget someone. So oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you got that. Yeah, one. yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, so I want to first shout out to uh, Ryan Smith. Okay. Uh, this guy helped me with uh, an HTML problem I was using. I was working on on my website, and uh, so I I just put a, like a shout out on Twitter. I'm like, hey, if I if you have an HTML guru, like come help me out, right? So this guy has like a company called Lemon Peel, and uh, he's like, hey, I'll help you out, right? Like this is one of like the many guys, and um, and so I was just like, yeah, if you can help me out, I give him the big uh, the big like list of what I'm looking to do. And the freaking guy, man, he goes through there. It takes him, like, two hours. He freaking fixes the problem, sends me a, like, four-page document on, like, all of this, like, technical documentation on how he fixed it. And I was just like, wow, like, that's totally above and beyond. So shout-out to that guy for being legit and for helping me out with my problem. Uh, big props to that guy. And uh, shout-out to Tangent for coming on the cast. Uh, appreciate you coming on. It's been fun kind of talking to you. And uh, digging, <laughs> digging kinda. in. Yeah, it's, it's, kinda, it's been thanks, fun, dude. kind of talking. You know. <laughs> shut up. Awesome. Man. Shut up. So, so shout out to Tangent. Sorry for Jay Bush interrupting my my heartfelt shout out to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was very heartfelt. I could feel it. Right after you told him that you wanted him to leave the community. Right. Yeah. You, you don't care about him because he's a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so shout out to George Fitzgerald for also trying to help with the HTML problem. Uh, we didn't get there, George, you know, but uh, thank you for trying. And uh, shout out to KYT and Alex Hain and Frankie Richards, which I'm going to be hanging out with tomorrow. It's going to be pretty sweet, man. Frankie's so awesome. Yeah. I'm pumped. I'm really pumped. Nice. All right. Uh, tangent, man. Take it away. All right. Well, first off, I'll, uh, of course, shout out you guys. Appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, I always consider you guys to be my bros, so it's cool to uh, be able to hang and talk with you. It's too bad KYT had to run, but that's cool. I'll catch up with him later. Um, 
I wanted to sit, to go ahead and shout out. I want to shout out Roberto because I haven't shouted out the Beamy in a while, and he's he's going to be doing some work with Star City, actually doing some commentary and everything pretty soon. And I appreciate where he came from. Uh, you guys were talking about Mana Screwed, and that's where he started. So I think it's it's really cool that he's come a long way. I want to shout out Kevy Metal, um, who I know you guys have <laughs> shouted out a couple times. That dude's been talking to me constantly. We're always back and forth and uh, playing. He's been testing with me on Magic Online a lot, and he's just a really cool guy. Um, and then... I wanted to shout out uh, BJ Shea's Geek Nation, which is, it's like we, last year there was a MTG cast listener appreciation event in Seattle, and we, that, that I was one of the, um, you know, headliners for, I guess, and Tom actually flew out from Monday Night Magic, and we met up with like this radio show host named BJ Shea. And or like his like one of the other guys that's on the show with him, uh, the Reverend and Fuego is what he's called, what his name is or what he calls himself anyway. And they like took us out to dinner and paid for the dinner and everything. And it was just a really cool time. And they're really good guys. They have a Geek Nation show where they talk about magic, but they talk about a lot of other stuff, too. And I wanted to give them a, a shout because they're going to be uh, pimping MTGO Hero for me on their on their next uh, podcast. So. And that's pretty much it. Sweet. Okay. Uh, Jay. Oh. Uh. All right. Way to be ready. Wow. Damn. Uh. All right. Got a shout out. Shout out to fucking golf. I shot an eighty-two the other day. Ha 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 ha! Suckers. <laughs> Which I was happy for. It was on a mini golf course, of course, but you yes. know. That was the front nine. Uh, Man, golf jokes are like old people jokes, like John Medina yeah. stories. Um, yeah. That's where I got it. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Nick Pedersen. Pedersen, Nick Pedersen. Shout out to the Olympics. Yeah, the Olympics. Those are good. <laughs> shout um, out to the Olympics. Shout out to Cedric Phillips, whose stream has just been tearing it up. Uh, shout out to you. Can, by the way, you can see that stream on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays between four and seven. Four and seven. I don't know. I think so. Time yeah, zones are four. weird. I know. Anyways, PST starts at four o'clock. PST. Don't miss it. Yeah, don't miss it. And Cedric's like a funny guy. So, and you know what else? Yeah. He's a pro, and he says the word "fuck." I don't know what's a up lot. with pros not saying swears. Like they like. Like they actually matter or something, but it's weird. Um, so shout out to Cedric Phillips, shout out to Eric Blanc, Big Boss Man. Shout out to this whatever guy. He's picking up on all the jokes and what people are trying to do. So it's good. Uh, I have to give a shout out to a future shout out. This is like a what do they call this? What are like those stockbroker guys call futures when you buy shit? Like. Dude, I don't know. They call I, don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Shouldn't you know, finance guy? Goddamn. No. Okay, so I'm, I'm. This is a future shout out. <laughs> okay, so I... I'm supposed to know about what you're shouting out. Okay, yeah. No, there's nothing to do with shout outs. You fucking idiot. Um. <laughs> so I need. I have a problem. I don't have the time. Yeah, or the patience. <laughs> I have time and the patience to fucking do this acetone removal of foil cards to print booze cube cards on them. But I do have like a thousand foils sitting around. Waiting for this process. So if someone do that, that's I'll, a great story, I'll like man. provide all the foils for you. You want to like get the booze cube all like proxied up for me and everything. Major shout out to you. I'm gonna probably work something out. Give you some free shit, maybe. 
Maybe you can get you on the cast, maybe. Shout out to Joshua Lemish, who, as of four days ago, is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. Okay. That's it. I don't have any more shout outs. Golf's better than magic. That's what's boring. That's what's up. All right. Uh, so I want to give um, shout outs this week to. Um, oh, God. Where do I start? So many people. Tangent. Fucking, it's about fucking time we are able to get you on our fucking show. It is like, been way too fucking long, and uh, you have to not be such a stranger. You know, okay? dude, you are one of the only people in the community that's actually talked to me on the phone. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Ah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> not- <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, so absolutely awesome to have you on. It's nice that, you know, we're able to give you, uh, you know, this, this, uh, forum to tell everyone where you went because we all missed you so <laughs> uh check out tangent stuff on uh mtgo here at gatheringmagic.com because uh, it's a sweet read and he doesn't write like a fucking idiot so that's all good <laughs> um shout outs to barstool saints for their fucking like sick exit music last week yeah like it there's more coming after this episode <laughs> yeah um so that They're was awesome. Awesome. I, I just honestly, you know what? I was listening to, and it's fucking John's fault too. Like I, I was listening to Kill Switch Engage again this yes. week on my way to work. Yeah, because like nothing gets me started on a Monday morning like fucking Kill Switch Engage. Oh man, I love Kill Switch. <laughs> They're freaking awesome. Yeah. So I'm just like, ah! anyways. So that was good. So I, because of that, I enjoy the uh, the stylings of the Barstool Saints. Plus, I'm a big fan of the Boondock Saints. So it's a nice progression for me. Uh, good luck to everybody at GP Columbus this weekend. Hopefully you guys all do well and don't fucking suck. Uh, Shoutouts to all the Columbus crew, uh, all the bridge guys that are going to be there. I don't know how many of them are. I'm pretty sure that Jack's going to be there, and uh, I think for sure Cranny's going to be there, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be a sweet time. So shout out to to them and Matt Cranstuber especially because uh, he's my boy. And check my list here. <laughs> it's just the paper rubble like, hi, I'm Tom Tucker, and these are your shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> so suck my balls. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Evil Beard as well. Shout out to Smitty for being fucking like terribly slighted and kicked off our sweet ass logo. Suck it, um, Smitty. But but you know what? He's being a good sport about it and he's still pimped been up the stream up. appearance. So You've good been for replaced him. by a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> feel you and twenty percent of the I was American say, I probably feel just like every other Mexican, <laughs> <I'm> American. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, why don't you guys stop being lazy, you Americans? Uh, see, and then you, you wouldn't steal our jobs, I guess. Hey, yeah, I guess yeah. it's stealing if you guys give it to us, right? So shout out to Mexico because I had like some of the sweetest fucking chicken. Yes, shout out to Mexico. Um, <laughs> shout out to shout out to Trick Jarrett. I don't know if he's listening, but uh, Trick, you're my boy. He is like the G plus advocate, so, second to KYT. So gotta give plus. that shout out oh to G plus. Yep. If you don't They're know, so you ain't old. in, and you should be. Whoop whoop. Um, we're bringing What's it back. G plus? You know, Google plus. It's Google Plus. It's coming back. We're bringing it's it back. It's not coming back. Get the fuck out of here. I swear, it's KYT, KYT, KYT and I. We're yeah. bringing it back. And plus, all of Watsi's no, on it anyway, cares. so it's kind of nice to have the art. Why did Sally fall off the swing? Because she had no fucking arm. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shout-outs to... Uh, 
shoutouts to the best artists in Magic uh, that aren't working for WotC. Durfington and Polish T. Uh, we mentioned we mentioned it earlier. Uh, you guys are doing some awesome work, and uh, thank you very much for your contributions to the community. It means a lot to us. So keep it up. Um, knock knock. Shout out! Shout out to Mike K. Mike K. Mike K. Do you have any shout outs for our listening audience? Oh man, Mike K has dropped the ball. Fuck. All right. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Not anti shout out to Mike K. Anti shout out. If there's anything else, knock knock. Knock Sally. <laughs> Why not? Remember Sally? if he has no arms. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Good night, everybody. See you later. Like, we're too many people. It's going to sound like the recording might sound really bad. So yeah, it's usually, usually more than five. So Do KYT's kicking him off noise? the call. No. no it's, it's just KYT's polite way of saying, get the fuck off the call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, KYT has talked more in this, in this non-episode than he has in, like, the last 20 episodes. <laughs> like... Get the fuck out of my podcast. No. <laughs> oh, there it is! Oh, man, that's scary. Uh.